0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello and welcome to Front Office Features. I am Rob Crane here with uh, Chris Valente. Chris, how are you, my friend? I am
1: better than usual, Rob. Better than usual. Tell me why. We had our biggest month ever.
0: We did. And uh, front office features is kicking ass and taking names. Um, And I was reading a story because you and I have been talking about this just randomly. Like I don't listen to nearly the podcast I used to listen to when I was going to work every day and driving from Pawtucket to Worcester all the time. Um, and then I looked up an article, U.S. consumption of podcasts are down 20%, and we set a record.
1: I have not listened to one podcast since COVID and quarantine started. Because, like, I don't have the, like to your point, I'm not commuting. I would always listen in the car on my way to work and from work. But there's no real time for me to listen to a podcast while I'm hanging out with my family or kids or just sitting here working. And It's just not <laughs> yeah, conducive. Right? can't do it. So... I have not listened to one, and I, you and I did have that conversation. It's like there's no way we're, our our numbers are going to maintain. We're probably going to take a little bit of a hit here, but thank you to our listeners, our yes. new listeners, our social presence, which has exploded thanks to Michael. Yes, that's uh, a big I, part of it. We have our best month ever, and are we still going to squeeze one more in? But like, technically, yeah, well, because this this will air in the month tomorrow, will yeah, so. drop
0: tomorrow. It'll be it'll it'll definitely help, and uh, I'm very proud of that. Remember, this is. We're closing in on a year-ish. May was when the idea popped. Do you remember when the hell we talked at that Starbucks?
1: Uh, it was summer.
0: It was summer. It was probably June or July, right?
1: Yeah, because we, we did the first one in August, and, and it, was, it was a thunderstorm.
0: It was a thunderstorm. We tried to do it outside. It yeah, didn't work out well. didn't but, work uh, out well. All and then was... we ended up in your basement. All good things start in a basement. Everything starts in a basement. I agree. And uh, I, was, I did the Twitter live video uh, this week. And I showed them front office features, uh, recording studio, which is my basement. Uh, I saw that the, uh, the, from the couch, and you could see everything that was going on, um, which is all just kind of kids stuff right now.
1: And or then me. you you had uh, a a post today in your mascot suit from back in the day.
0: <laughs> it was from back in the day. That was uh, popped up on like uh, Facebook Memories or something, and I was like, oh, I gotta share this. So I remember that day vividly. Um, so it's a if you go on my uh, Uh, on my Twitter feed, um, uh, underscore Rob Crane, I think is my Twitter handle. And um, um, there's this picture of me sitting on a couch in Stormy the mascot looking at an iPad. And on that day, we were scheduled to have our big television commercial shoot. And we go there, the whole thing ready to go. And the guy who's supposed to be the mascot didn't show.
1: Oh, I've had that happen.
0: Right. So he didn't show. And it's like... We've got a whole, like, literal film crew here ready to go for the TV shoot. And it's like, all right, I'll do it. And uh, I jumped into the Stormy costume and um, did the shoot all day long in Stormy, the mascot. This was the first year going into the ballpark, so we weren't even open yet. And uh, that's why. And then I was like, guys, I need to take a break to check some emails because like we're going to open the ballpark in like a month so you know oh that's crunch time oh that's yeah that's crunch time and i'm spending the day in a freaking mascot suit a green mascot suit uh and then just kind of flipping through my emails and someone sniped a picture of me uh without a head on
1: it's always that's a good thing to know child saw you that'll scare the hell out of them (laughs) (laughs) it's like (laughs) oh what happened so that's
0: We uh, did this other TV shoot where the owner of the team, this was Omaha Royal days, Alan Stein, uh, he would, we had our tag tagline was fun rules. And so the whole premise of the commercial was uh, our mascot, Casey was going around the ballpark and trying to uh, around town and getting all these people involved and bringing them to Rosenblatt stadium in the day. And, uh, at the end, the commercial culminates with him as the mascot, and he takes off the head of the mascot, and it's the owner of the team, and he says something like "Omaha Royals baseball, fun rules." And it's like when they talked about it, I was like, "We're gonna scare the heck out of little kids by cutting yeah, the head of uh, Casey." <laughs> I was overruled, uh, but so that's the that was the that was the that was. The, that's always that's number one
1: head. rule of mascot world is you don't let anyone see don't, you with the head off.
0: Don't remove the head. Alan Stein didn't believe in that. Alan Stein right. was a was a uh, uh, he is a good guy, and uh, he used to come around. So he's the owner of Battle Creek too. So like he was the oh owner, there we go. Checkbox. Uh, Checkbox. I got another Battle Creek story for you today too. Um, and he uh, he was the one that brought me to Marty and I at Omaha. And every time that he would come to Battle Creek, he would bring his own copper mug to drink it. So, like, he would bring the staff out <laughs> to the bar, and he had this, like, copper mug that you would get, like, a Moscow mule in. Yeah. But the copper mug was from, like, ever ago, like 1800s. or. That's a ago. boss move. That's just a boss move. And he would say, can you fill up my mug in whatever drink that he wanted? To? The bar- and dinner- it wasn't just like he would get the same thing. He would get whatever the hell he wanted. So if he wanted, you know, a uh, vodka soda, he'd get a vodka soda in that. And if he wanted a gin and tonic, he'd get a gin and tonic in it. But it had to be in his copper mug. I think that went away a little bit. But Alan Stein, interesting guy. Love him. Uh
1: that is, that is either a harder move or a boss move. But since he's the boss, that's the boss. move.
0: It was the boss. So yeah. I, I was. What were was the bartenders' like,
1: reactions to that? Like, were you bringing a random cup into my bar to fill it up? Like, what's that? I the, was
0: 23. I was just excited. I was 23 making $16,000. And I was just like, thank God this guy's picking up the tab because I can't <laughs> afford whatever I'm ordering.
1: That's true. That is very true. I'll have the uh, Bush Light. They're like, we <laughs>
0: I love a Bush Light, please.
1: Pabst Blue Ribbon. Um, do you have that on tap? They're like, No. Uh, get the hell out of my In Battle bar. Battle Creek, they absolutely had on. Oh, that's that. true. Like four <laughs> that's or true. Five taps I, I forgot. To I forgot. Bush
0: Light, Natty Light, and PBR all right next to each other. I
1: forgot. Um, so, big sports news slash financial news slash it's real was- world news DraftKings. My old company, Public, Public as of Friday. Pretty cool. Really cool. Uh, Get to say I was part of that back in the day, starting that all up. Not going to lie, I never thought I would see that day (laughs) some of those days. (laughs) Um, Usually don't get the warm and fuzzies from uh, certain situations that happened along the way, but hey, uh, congratulations to all my friends who are still there, which there is plenty of them. So, unfortunately and this sucks and i'm not gonna lie i told him like i didn't say like but it, i feel bad because a day like that when you go public is a huge day in your company's life right like that's that's a massive milestone they all had to celebrate together over zoom
0: oh that sucks like there's no go ringing the no, bell and that's like no it's bar, just no bar no nothing
1: nothing and like i, I talked to a few of them and they're like yeah you know it's it's weird and Eventually, they're going to celebrate it again, but, like, it's not going to have the same. Like, it's not that day. But I think they looked at their bank accounts, and they all felt much better about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, was a, it, was a, it was a banner day for, for them. Uh, the industry itself, DraftKings and FanDuel have come a long way. And then, I mean, I think more so than ever, once we all get sports back, sports betting will be such a big part of the comeback because of the revenue that's needed by teams, yeah, right. leagues, states, etc., so uh, you'll probably it's see a lot more states. It's going to go
0: through the roof in states. It's yeah. going to go through the roof in states because they've i just had to help all of these millions and millions and millions of people. And they're going to come in like uh, a little bit and be like, how the hell are we going to pay for all this? And sports betting is going to be the top of the list checkmark.
1: I mean, it's a no brainer, right? Like, it's the easiest thing. A lot of the states have already written the rules and the laws. You kind of just have to fall in line, put, put, the, put the regulations in place and let the... People go to work and then just yeah. collect the tax revenue, which everyone's going to need, like you said. So, hey,
0: can can you educate me on something because I really don't know the answer to this. Probably because I quit paying attention in college in uh, accounting class or whatever finance class. Yep. When you go public, what does it really mean? So I know you get stock. You can buy stock in DraftKings now, where you couldn't do it. Uh, before Correct. it does there. So they're raising their- they raise a ton of capital. So they issue they- all
1: those shares that are put out by the underwriter of the bank,
0: which yeah. I think
1: was Morgan Stanley. So they raised a boatload of cash. And then also on their merger with another company because there was there was a little different.
0: Yeah. It wasn't
1: a true IPO. They 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 merged with a company that was technically already public. So they kind of backdoored an IPO, but it 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 gave them a significant influx of cash. Into their bank account to then use from a marketing, hiring, expansion standpoint.
0: Gotcha. And uh, Fanduel is not public, or are they public? Uh,
1: I forget if Patty Power Patty Power might be. So Patty Power is their parent. Patty Power bought them. Got it. So Patty Power technically might be on the European stock exchange. Um, I'm not. I don't know for a fact, but they are a massive, massive European player. So they're. So they
0: just. They just raised a whole bunch of money to go uh, help make their business larger.
1: Yeah, so they'll use it for hiring, expansion, probably European expansion, um, probably Asian expansion. And then they'll. The, it takes a lot of capital to get into each of these states. And that's where I think the people don't realize is every state's going to have a licensing fee. You also have to hire tech people to build the product because you could. Just, this is the craziest part. I think I talked about this a little bit. You could be in Massachusetts... And then you have to have a completely different set of rules and regulations with the geofencing for Massachusetts compared to when I drive across the border to New Hampshire or Rhode Island yeah. or New York. So you have to write this code that knows where I am to fall into the regulations and also do all the revenue on the back end for the tax purposes based on where I place the bet. It's crazy. So How's
0: that sports tech uh, business that we've been talking about for a long time going?
1: There you, go, there you go. And I mean, that's just... So many opportunities. I mean, if you look at their website right now for job board, for job board, it's they're hiring like gangbusters. They have the biggest office in Boston, they've already run out of space, they're releasing more office. There's a way into the industry, uh, without working for a team or league. Uh, and then also for a company that is in no danger of going under anytime soon. This this is not 2015, so yeah, right. Uh, they just had an amazing week. So, congratulations to all them and to all my friends. Uh, that's really cool and it was really cool to be a part of it
0: so your goal now is we've got to get somebody on from DraftKings
1: yeah I'll get, I'm, I, we've always ta- we've talked about that i got to figure out the right person who would have really good stories um, and be willing to share those stories because <laughs> there's there's lots of them um but it's uh, there's definitely a lot there from a content perspective. I think we could have three podcasts to talk about some of the stuff that we'll we have went through.
0: Thirty-eight podcasts talking about it. I uh, it is a
1: pandemic, so we need some content,
0: r- right? But we got a bigger audience now.
1: We do have a bigger, so we got to keep it going. We got they, they're demanding going. quality content.
0: I agree. The other thing that I'm uh, I thought was big from a financial standpoint is what the NCAA said is you know basically saying that uh, athletes can now profit off their likeness and such. And it was also included in social media, too. So, like, if you tweet, uh, they can profit off their social media feeds as well.
1: Uh, A long time coming. So happy it happened. It's been a crazy – I mean, they're getting paid anyway, right? (laughs) Like, in different shady ways. So, bring it up into, into the light where it's fair for everybody. Profit off your likeness. I know the argument is, oh, they get a free education. Let's not be naive. That's true. Let's not That's be true. naive about why a lot of them are the, like the big time players are there for certain reasons. I mean, uh, it's also if you've noticed also a couple of the news this week, uh, three three top recruits for college basketball decided to go to the G League.
0: I saw that. That's con- that was that was. I I'm, you're right. You're right. The G League is being a cutting edge. NBA is always that way. Always that way.
1: It's the number one pick in the draft is projected. The projected number one pick in the draft is going to the G League instead of going to college basketball. So, like, that's going to hurt college basketball's product, too. And I mean, so I think from a from a longevity standpoint and from a marketability standpoint, you can't be losing the best players in the sport during March Madness to the G League. So I think this will help. Um, I think there's a lot of people and a lot of those student athletes or athlete students, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Uh, that could use some of this revenue uh, to take care of their families and come from some poor upbringings. And also, I think it's just it's it's called capitalism. It's how we've built this whole country. You should be able to profit off your likeness.
0: I agree. I agree. I'm uh so to get more into that, we uh, reached out to our uh, national sports uh, lawyer uh, Dan Lust. Uh, he is going to join us again. We're going to record that. What hopefully Friday. I think so. Yeah. Um, and then we'll release that on Monday and get his thoughts because Dan has been outspoken about this if you haven't um, reached out to or followed Dan Lust on Twitter he is a must follow uh, for the sports business world he is spectacular on Twitter and uh, he was great with us Uh, he heard great response from our listeners um, from people reaching out and he's excited to come back on and, and talk about this I'm interested to get his take
1: um he since i started following him since i've been introduced to him through by michael and he came on a podcast i i get a lot of my sports information and news through dan i agree (laughs) like the stuff he puts out on social media brings me to life i'm like oh i didn't know that and then like i'm like i click on the link or he's offering an opinion on something so yeah he's been an amazing addition to my twitter feed definitely go follow dan lust on twitter
0: uh i concur with that dan's been Dan's been great, and uh, I'll be interested in what he has to say about this. I am not torn on this at all. I am fully on board with people being able to get paid for their likeness. Uh, and they don't let them get full-time jobs either. So, like, technically they can't make the same as somebody else, right? So um, they do get a full uh, scholarship, and as a guy who is 38 years old and still paying his student loan debt, uh, that is something that uh, I envy, but um, I do think that they should get paid for their likeness without question.
1: Um, so breaking news, I just did get a DraftKings person to commit. We're going to get hey! this. Hey, so hey. I was texting. I'm trying, trying to work our magic here. As we're, do- we're multitasking, as my you wife tells me I can't do. Right? I can't multitask, but I'm, I'm doing that right now. We're multitasking.
0: You're doing great. You're doing great. Uh, and uh, we'll be anxious to uh, who is the person.
1: Uh, I won't I won't put his name out there yet just in case he gets cold feet cuz he he started off being like a little out of my comfort zone uh, but yeah let's do it I, if it helps you out so like All right
0: but he uh, was like employee number 10 or something like that He right? was
1: he's he's seen he has seen it all so right He,
0: well, he, I'm he knows where the skeletons in. are I can't you're
1: wait buried Why
0: well, we won't get him fired or anything, but uh, no, I'm gonna. We'll have a good
1: time. It'll be more him and I just reminiscing about some crazy times I and can't then him wait. shedding some. So, he, from a from a content standpoint for our listeners and folks out there, his job and his role is an extremely fascinating one. I'm not gonna again completely divulge it. So, if he's able to come on and just give some insight into what he does, um. It'd be a pretty an eye opening other way for people to work in our business that they probably don't they've never heard from a different angle. So I think it would be really good for people to hear what his day to day is like and some of the stuff that he's done is incredible. Uh, so I think he'd be great for multiple reasons beyond just having a lot of DK stories, but also yeah, right. Some really good insight into his job.
0: That's interesting. I'm I'll be interested though to hear how that one goes. Um, one of the things that I also found. Uh, interesting. Did I tell you that one of the old Paw Sox video interns was a... Uh, is a producer on the Jordan documentary?
1: You told me he was l- locked in a um, closet cutting Jordan tape for a while, but he couldn't talk about it.
0: <laughs> right, that's that's 100% true. So I asked, his name's uh, Zach Rothfield, and uh, you'll see him. He was uh, on the credits at the end of the, uh, of the Jordan thing. And uh, I asked Zach to be on, and he uh, he says he can't right now because only the uh,
1: NDAs, NDAs are a bitch.
0: Yeah, you know, all that good stuff. But uh, he said only the director is is doing it, uh, uh, doing public appearances. So he says down the road we'll get him. So I'll be interested. In well, you know
1: what? You know what makes me feel good is huh. they consider this a public appearance that'd be big enough to get him in trouble. So-
0: Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! We'll get some people in trouble. We got ourselves in trouble
1: plenty of times,
0: <laughs> more than once. Um, so uh, that was that was cool. Uh, what'd you think of the draft?
1: Uh, first of all, kudos to the IT folks, the unsung Un- heroes. Right. There wasn't one issue, which is mind In- blowing. Mind- I can't even I- get a zoom. We can't sometimes even Skype right or have a Zoom call that goes right. <laughs> they coordinated thirty-two NFL teams around the country, virtual, with also players and their families. And kudos to the IT team, whoever was doing all that for behind the scenes. Those guys are usually in the, in the dark and don't get enough credit. Awesome job. Um, but it was good. I think it was much needed for society to just, for those couple hours, escape, right? I think that's what sports does. It it gave us a reason to text our buddies and have some conversation that wasn't about, hey, did you see the lockdown extension? Or, hey, did you see something else? It yeah, was right. literally just about football. Um, so I think it just goes back to the fabric of our, of our country that we need these sports, and that's why all these leagues and teams are trying to figure out a way back, but uh, it was good. It was inter- for the way they did it. Uh, I don't, I don't feel like I lost anything from it being virtual. I thought it actually provided m- somewhat more insight into the personality of the, the executives because you saw their homes and you saw them reacting. And
0: I did like that. It was weird for me. I struggled where it, with the live people, not cheering. And it was, it was weird. And, Roger Goodell wants to be cheering. A, you mean booing? Yeah, <laughs> it's, right. It's usually booing. If Roger Goodell wants to be a guest on Front Office Features, he's more than welcome. But he was a stiff on the uh, on, on camera, and he would look at the TV and be like, "Come on, guys, that's all you got." No comment.
1: No comment. Did you notice? Um, no, so or, I'll
0: be the one that gets in trouble on this one. Yeah,
1: no comment. Um, he, <laughs> he's also a lawyer, so he'll, he'll be knocking that. Well, at least we have, we do have a legal team.
0: That would be awesome. If, if, they, if the NFL came after us because I called Roger Goodell a stiff on camera, <laughs> that would be the greatest thing ever you're for I podcast. It would blow up. You're the new, Dude, new Dave. Come on, bring it.
1: You're the new Dave Portnoy.
0: Um, <laughs> I don't know about that.
1: Did you notice, like, so your point about the, the all the teams had the fans in the background, like on yeah. the screen? The Chargers couldn't fill the screen. They had to use their logo with some of the boxes. They had <laughs> I didn't notice fans. that because <laughs> <laughs> the LA Chargers don't have any fans.
0: They have no. <sighs> they can't find twelve people. They couldn't. It fans. was. They had the logo on the don't screen. Do they have like, staff? I don't know.
1: It was so bad. I was like, "That's got. it has got's bad." I mean, come on. But
0: I I, uh, I saw on I forget what it was on social somewhere where someone. Went to like the television to show like the person cheering and like zoomed in on one of like it was a cheerleader and then took the camera around the corner and opened the door into the another like bedroom or whatever and it was the cheerleader like cheering from that room. It was pretty cool to see.
1: Belichick just left his dog on the screen and left. <laughs> right? His dog was sitting in the chair. He's like, yep, see ah, ya. Cling-
0: uh, uh, cl- uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the head coach of the. Kingsbury, Cliffsbury. Oh, Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff yeah, that Kingsbury, house is yeah. ridiculous. Ridiculous. It should have been. You remember that show Cribs? Oh yes. It was a great show. Amazing show. Amazing show. And um,
1: that and Pimp My Ride,
0: <laughs> Pimp My Ride was awesome. Uh, exhibit Cube, right? No, exhibit. 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 Right. Um, it was awesome.
1: That it was awesome. The unfortunate part of it, it Pimp My Ride, I mean, these kids have no idea what we're talking about. They found out later on that was all fake. Like obviously those cars weren't street legal. They had like. They were installing full-on, like, movie theaters in their cars. <laughs> A couple of them caught on fire. If you, like, Really? Yeah, if you go read about behind-the-scenes of Pit My Ride, good stuff.
0: I'm going to do that later tonight, <laughs> Yeah, go down the rabbit
1: hole. Yeah, go down the uh, rabbit hole.
0: I will... Uh, I'm headed that way. How did we get on that? Oh, Cliff... Cribs, uh, Cribs, Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury's uh, uh, ride. Amazing. Good, good. I'll, uh... uh but I thought it was... But I thought it was pretty good. I I did. They didn't have a ton of player interviews uh, in the first round. No, right? I think so. Like they interviewed Joe Burrow quick. You mean uh, the next Tom
1: Brady? They already made him Tom Brady. A guy had one good college right. season. He's Tom Brady all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, I don't know how that works, but that's uh, probably helps with uh, rating Ma- marketing, somehow.
1: Marketing, yeah. He's going to the Bengals. His career is over.
0: The Steelers <laughs> are gonna own
1: him. <laughs> I would. I I, I have Puta no career. doubt. Coming for him. I have no doubt. Coming for. Him. They're the Bengals. Those
0: Steelers didn't have a first round pick.
1: Well, you got. Well, technically, what you got, you Fitzpatrick. Yeah, was, Fitzpatrick's uh, first round first pick. First round pick. It was great. Um, other sports news, MLB. So, what do you think on their hundredth plan? And <laughs> in, in terms of playing in their our own stadiums with no fans. Yeah. What do you think? I I think so. I I personally think, from a player standpoint, probably the most favorable. Why? Because they're not going to be sequestered from their families. like
0: the, so they'll be able to go home and that good stuff.
1: Yes. The other plan makes them have to leave for four months and go live in Arizona, Florida, Texas, and can't leave. Can't see their families. Um, and I, sometimes people take out the human, forget the human aspect of an athlete. That that does matter. Like People have legit other parts of their lives they have to consider. So I think from a feasibility standpoint, the players would be all for that. Yeah. Um, I I do know from just hearing within our industry and in our our office that it's not close to concrete. They're literally exploring everything, which again, to their credit, they have to. They should. But we're not. But
0: Sam Kennedy is a big part of that, right?
1: Yeah, you know, he's the head of the competition committee. Um, oh, there you go. But uh, we actually that question came up in our town hall today. Who is going to make the final call? Which I mean, I think most of us would know. It's Manfred. Uh, yeah. But they are exploring every possibility to get back on the field for numerous reasons, but they're not—they're not quite there yet. Um,
0: they, have they talked anything about what they're going to do with minor leagues?
1: No, we haven't had that. So the the rosters would. So I guess it kind of in, in side note, they've been we would have bigger rosters because of injuries,
0: right? Because I I. I no, nothing, right? I'm getting more and more concerned about the minor league season. Uh, in Rhode Island, the governor came out today and says there's no festivals or get-togethers during the whole summer of groups of 50 or more.
1: Well, Falmouth, Massachusetts just canceled till August 31st, no events. The Cape is already starting to shut down for the summer. Cape,
0: Cape, Le- Cape League is...
1: Done, yeah,
0: done. Got, uh, done. And the thing about minor league baseball that's a hell of a lot different than major league baseball. You can't play it without you, fans. Can't you literally can't there's no the
1: economics don't work.
0: The economic there's no no one watches minor league baseball on television. Uh,
1: well, here's the other thing. So, this is me being at a major league baseball team and not understanding this from an like, the economic standpoint. I'm fully transparent and I, I'm fascinated by it because I'd love to be a fly on the wall and see how this is being built from a model standpoint from financials. We talked about how much revenue there is, right, for tickets and concessions, and, and that makes up almost fifty-five to sixty percent of, of MLB teams revenue is tickets, merch, concessions. If you take that away,
0: sponsorships too, or is that a no? That's bucket? just
1: sponsorships, different bucket. Because we could technically still have sponsorships without fans, right? You could make a case that you're not gonna get full, you're not gonna get full, but there's because the value of the sign on television, because the team, the team, right. t- so we're not gonna have what we would ever get close to on a normal.
0: I understand what you're saying.
1: But there would be some sponsorship money still coming in. Minimal right, compared... to because
0: someone is still seeing it. I get you.
1: Correct. So, like, probably more people are seeing it now on TV. Yeah. So, taters behind
0: home plate are more valuable but
1: 1,000%. We're not going to act that way and charge people for it. It's just going to be kind of what it is, and we're working with everybody right now behind the scenes to make that long-term. Yeah. But if you take out that revenue, the TV revenue for baseball isn't that big to be able to still have a payroll of over a hundred million dollars with no revenue coming from tickets concessions or merch so the players are going to have to have a massive concession on their part to take a huge pay cut to still play because it's would almost and i was doing this in my mind I, i don't know it almost would be financially better for the owners to not play
0: because of, to play, because then they wouldn't have to play the players.
1: Right. Without the players c- having to match, like I said, concession on what they're actually going to make. Like, Mike Trout can't make $35 million, and Garrett Cole can't make $33 million if there's no fans. It doesn't work. Like,
0: yeah, how does the money work?
1: So, you're already going to have a shortened season, so you, you, that's easy. You prorate that down. The contract goes from whatever it is, based on the number of games, down to that. But then there also has to be this massive give-back by the players, because there's there's no tickets that's, the, uh, yeah, you, you just can't pay for it. You just can't pay for that.
0: It's, do they do like a, like a give back? Like, all right, fine. I'll give you 2020, but in 21 that it all comes back.
1: No, 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 no. I
0: would imagine that.
1: No way. It, no what? The it, it, Financials again wouldn't work. It's just like, we don't, we don't make enough money. I mean, I don't know if most young people know this. Most professional sports teams are in the red at the end of the year. Like on the books between cost of employees, travel, expenses, the, the payroll, where all the owners make their money and long term is the valuation goes up. So say you lose, I'm making this up, $20 million a year based on what you're expanding, spending on the franchise, but you bought it for a billion, but you sell it for $2 billion, you and $20 million would, is a drop in the bucket. $20 million over even 20 years is, is nothing. Like, yeah, right. you made X amount of dollars back and then some. So, it's it's not necessarily about tearing in a profit at the professional level. It's just about growing the brand and the valuation of the, of the team. And if you're a billionaire with deep pockets, you can take that loss and write it off, and it is your little toy. But most professional teams either come close to breaking even or lose money. That's not necessarily true for the NFL teams. I'll say that. That's a little different caveat because the NFL just prints TV yeah, it's money. Good but um, most professional, like think about our, think about the payroll of the Red Sox. Slash, it was two hundred and thirty million dollars just for the players to step foot on the field before you spend a dollar on anything else.
0: Anything else? You can only imagine what the real books look like. Oh, it's
1: crazy! I mean, you got that for just two hundred thirty million. That's not that's not a, an airplane. That's not travel. That's not managers. That's not scouts. That's not. It's not minor two hundred minor league players. It's not our staff. It's it's nothing. That's just literally two hundred thirty million dollars. Day one, there's an expense before you do anything else. So it's not what you call a profitable business.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. So,
1: like, that's where just for me, I'm fascinated by all this working in the industry and would love to be in those discussions to understand the modeling that's happening behind the scenes with the MLBPA because they're going to have to give up a lot of revenue. And I think from a leverage perspective, the owners hold all the cards. Because you would yeah, look like a complete jackass right now if you're a professional athlete, be like, "Well, I'm gonna make my money," and everyone's on the bre- everyone's unemployed, and you're like, "Oh, I need to make twenty-five million dollars." Yeah, like Twenty-two
0: like, million people on unemployment. Yeah, like
1: they'll be like, "Go to hell." So, like, the owners kind of have all the leverage, um, which they always do anyway. That the owners always have all the leverage in negotiations. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm curious on how that's all gonna play out. But it's definitely a part of the equation. You can't you can't play those games and pay the players their full rate without the revenue. There's not enough TV revenue.
0: The, the. So it'll be interesting on what happens, right? Does this actually come to fruition? Does, how does everything else work? From player, uh, does this whole model come to fruition? Is what I was saying, um, because there's not a there's so many there's still so many questions.
1: Well, both parties are incentivized to make it work, right? Because if the players don't play, they get nothing. So like, if instead of making 35 million, making 15 million is better than
0: nothing. Yeah, right, nothing.
1: Um and the owners want to get the sport back because from a marketing perspective, I think it would be a massive win whatever sports do come on to be front and center and have that ability. I think you'd see some really cool, we talked about this in spring training, some really cool broadcast opportunities with the players mic'd up and stuff and baseball would have a full slate of a season to try all crazy, off the wall shit because no one's going to complain. Like you could do, what, you could do whatever you want to do. Hopefully they would do
0: that. Hopefully they no, would they would. That.
1: They would. I think. I mean, the, the divisions. You already saw the divisions, right?
0: Yeah the uh, the three different divisions. Three different
1: divisions. I saw um, the Astros
0: and Dodgers were in the same one. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Except there's
1: no fans, so if there's a brawl, it's like,
0: eh, what's going? Uh, cool?
1: um, but no, I, cool. it's uh, it's interesting. I mean, look. Again, like I just said before, the NFL draft brought some semblance of normalcy back to our lives. I think uh, some inside information here. It sounds like NASCAR is getting ready to set in the next one or two days. There will be races at the end of May. You think so? Um, That's what they're telling us. Um, So that would be positive. I think even if you're not a NASCAR fan, you're like, I just need something. (laughs) Like, Just give me something. Uh, So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. not a uh, not a sure if it's one hundred percent going to happen. I think we can talk about all these great things and all these great ideas until the medical professionals get involved and tell us one way or another, or the government officials. Um, yeah. But look, they're trying, uh, and we'll see. And then hopefully, we do see some baseball, some golf, and some NASCAR. And if basketball can figure out a playoff system and the hockey can a playoff system. Great.
0: Yeah, great. I'm, I am worried about minor league baseball. I'm worried I'm worried about it. Not that I have any, literally, I'm not saying that I, I, I literally have no insider information. Nothing.
1: Well, I mean, you do. I mean, you do know. I mean, like you said, like, if baseball's number one plan right now is to play without fans, like...
0: Like, how the hell are you going to do minor league baseball without... People? You can't. We get zero money for... We pay to be on television. <laughs> right. We pay to be on the radio. Right, wait, which
1: people don't know that. People don't know that.
0: Yeah, so... Um, You guys live and die by
1: concessions and ticket sales.
0: Absolutely. If it rains on a Saturday night, I am furious because it's crushing. Right. Crushing. Crushing. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, So we'll see how it goes.
1: Not to get off completely, our team doctor was on our town hall today, too, and he gives us the medical update every week. It was the best update I've heard yet. He did tell us that the Oxford study is showing promise and that there could be a vaccine by September, October where they could produce millions of them quickly if it all goes well in the next couple of trials. So there was them and another company in China that was racing to be first because of the Nobel Prize because whoever does this, right, would be yeah. massive. And it was the, the initial data was showing some positivity on a vaccine front, which would be a game changer. Like if, we, if you told me right now like 2020 is... Screwed up, but we'll be back to normal, one hundred percent in twenty twenty one. Sign me up. sign me up.
0: I agree, I agree, I agree. As long as uh, kind of keep my job and such, that would be good.
1: That would be. I think that'd be positive for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: right. We can. I, I know there is a lot of people uh, out there that are struggling. So, um, but we'll see. Um, I will say this: we had uh, interesting interviews this week. Different.
1: Very different, which is Very good different. because it gives people insight to other parts of our business.
0: Yeah, guy runs Famer, a uh, basically coaching on your cell phone. He was an interesting guy. Uh, and then we got the guy from President of Stratomatic. Do you remember Stratomatic, the baseball board game? I do. Did you ever play Stratomatic? I did not. Me neither. Uh, so, Battle Creek, Michigan... 2005. I go to Battle Creek. Marty says, You're going to love this guy. You guys will be great roommates. He's our PR guy for the Southwest Michigan Delta. All right, cool. So we call him roommates and um, hang out. Well, you know, we're, we're doing the thing. And very soon do I find out we are completely opposite human beings. Literally the odd couple. This guy would keep score of the major league baseball all-star game pen and paper with uh on his score notebook keeping track of the all-star game so and then he would go and say all right i'd be like all right it's saturday night there's no game i'm going out with my with some friends i'll see you and he'd be like all right i'm gonna sit here and play stratomatic <laughs> i said what like this is like maybe the first weekend. It's like because it's uh, initially it was like, hey, you want to come? He's like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in and I'm gonna play Stratomatic baseball. And I was like, what the hell is Stratomatic baseball? And he'd be like, it's this baseball board game. You roll the dice and I can have these players and I get all their averages and I keep this in my little notebook here. And I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm going to the bar. <laughs> and, and he was live and die by this. We had uh, a. Dining room table in this tiny little two bedroom apartment in Battle Creek, Michigan, uh, Pine Knoll Estates, if you were wondering. And uh, I think that was what it was called. And so, like, Pine Soul. There was all kinds of smells in those places. Uh, <laughs> and he would leave this board game out, and uh, you could hear him throwing these stratomatic dice. Forever. It's like Dungeons
1: and Dragons for sports geeks.
0: Right. And I was like, I was looking at it and be like, what are you doing? And uh, I would come back at four in the morning and uh, just to make him mad at, at the end, I would like move shit around just to like kind of piss him off. And then he would come in and be like, who touched my stratomatic board
1: game? <laughs> so wait, I don't even know how, I know, I know the game. How does it how does it work? So you roll the dice. I have no idea.
0: I have no no. You just talked I to the founder of that. How do you not know? <laughs> I I don't know. I was so like, what the hell is this guy gonna talk to me about? And uh, going into it, but then Adam Richmond, cool guy. He was uh. He was you should really have had your former player. roommate
1: come on an interview. He would have been a, he would probably interviewed better.
0: Probably he would have geeked out so much. <laughs> uh, but he's really turned a you know dorky baseball board game. I'm sorry if people are you know. Uh, you know, uh, players <laughs> of this thing, but uh, that's my that's, that's is it that's just is it just a, it. Is, is
1: it on is it on a computer now?
0: Yeah, oh yeah, now it's like this uh, digital media company that he's killing it in. There's uh, a big article on Ballpark Digest about how people are going nuts over the new version of Stratomatic, and it's Adam Richmond guy uh, who we interviewed was killing it. He's doing great, and he's like this media mogul. Um, uh, doing licensing deals. What was that movie with um, Clint Eastwood? Um, Get Off My Lawn. Oh,
1: um. Oh, uh, Gran Torino. Yeah, Gran Torino. The fact that you just got that before me is ridiculous.
0: Well, I did it. I researched for the
1: thing. I was going to say, you didn't see that movie.
0: Uh No, I don't think so. Um, anyway, uh he did the licensing deal for Gran Torino. Like he's a boss.
1: In what? In what the hell did he license and grant? He has for?
0: like he has like a uh, secondary, you know, marketing licensing company.
1: Oh, America's legendary sports games, fifty plus years of board games.
0: Right now they've got base, basketball, and football, and hockey, and all kinds of other stuff. And Interesting. It's all digital. It's all everything. Oh um, um, yeah, he was he was great. Uh, what wasn't cool was uh, my roommate, uh, my first year in uh, in Battle Creek, Michigan.
1: Hope he doesn't listen to this.
0: I'm sure he does not. He probably sees my name and was like, "F that guy and F Did, everything he believes in."
1: Wait, so he he didn't end up working in the business anymore?
0: I don't think so. Uh, he left after one year in Battle Creek, and mm-hmm. I don't know where he went. It's probably but a But I do know he stuck me with an electric bill. Oh, that's not cool. No, it wasn't cool.
1: And this it is all because cruel.
0: of Marty. It's all because of Marty. So I can blame Marty for this.
1: So speaking of Marty,
0: listens. So I, Marty, what the hell?
1: Uh, speaking of movies,
0: oh Jesus, what do I?
1: Well, I sent that. Uh, so, should
0: I just be quiet now?
1: No, I sent that link. With the, did you watch the video?
0: The video, yes, and I had no idea what the hell most of the things. That's
1: were. my question. So, you, it's these, those were all baseball movies. I've
0: I have so, seen the baseball, some of the baseball movies.
1: So right. that this is what I want to ask you. So, yeah, right. That that video doesn't give you chills by watching it because you don't, you haven't seen those movies.
0: Uh, I I don't think I watched the video without the sound.
1: You watched the video without the sound. Yeah, you just kind of watched
0: it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's a movie. What are you watching? Silent movies? Like the dull point?
0: <laughs> but it was the thing that was just showing like baseball clips, right? From movies with the music
1: and the whole thing and the drama and the romantic of baseball. Like, all right.
0: what? right. Your... I've seen Bull Durham. Okay. I've seen The Natural on television in parts.
1: Okay. Look of the
0: Year with Goden, uh, uh, Rodenheiser. <laughs> Rodenheiser. Or no, not Rodenheiser. Rodenheiser, <laughs> great partner of the Western <laughs> Red Sox and Boston Red Sox. Rosenbagger. Ron gunner. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I the kid from one. American it, Pie. Uh, yeah, right. And Feel the dreams? Uh, feel the dreams, yes. I told you this on the last one. Yep. I cry at the end. Okay. Uh,
1: have you seen Major League?
0: Yes, Major League 1, parts of Major League 2. Never seen Major League Three. Major League Three is terrible. Major League Three is terrible. Major League One is. Major uh, League's amazing. Major League Major Two League, is funny. Major League, Major League Two is very funny. Uh, Major Un- League underrated. is great. I agree. We're out of towels, yeah. <laughs> and there's uh, <laughs> there's there there a lot of great ones.
1: Um, what, what, have you seen uh, Pride of the Yankees?
0: No, never even heard of it.
1: That's the Lou Gehrig one. Nope. It's amazing. Have you seen um, Moneyball?
0: Yes. Did you like it? Months, and so that was maybe 2003 four when it came out. Is it that 2005? long ago? I
1: don't even know. Is that I don't, it might be that long ago? I have the book.
0: I it, started reading the book, I didn't make it through the book. Jonah Hill won the
1: Oscar for that movie.
0: He won an Oscar for that,
1: yeah. Paul being playing Paul Di Podesta,
0: yeah. Now, uh, runs the Browns, right? He
1: does or doesn't. Any, I don't know. They, they change GMs every week, so I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do not know the answer to that. So,
1: so you've seen most of those movies. I've seen, yeah, but, but I
0: didn't. That, I, so maybe I wasn't fully truthful of what video you were talking about. So the uh, baseball I'll have to look through it.
1: I I tweeted at you, Did you like, tweet tweeted it? At Front Office Features, and then I said Rob Crane probably doesn't understand half these clips. And you said nope,
0: no probably not. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: It's a uh, really it's a really good feel good baseball movie. Like not, right, I'll, I'll look through it. It's like six minutes. Sure you don't you don't have to watch it now. It's six minutes long. I'm not
0: gonna I'm not I'm not gonna watch it now. I'm not. I'm not so gonna what's your
1: favorite baseball movie?
0: Probably feel the dreams. Yeah. Probably feel the dreams.
1: The probably so I, I did
0: meet the guy uh, who uh, who played uh, uh, Kevin Costner's dad. Oh, at the end.
1: I you know what's funny? It's so random that you say that. I have this book right here. Yeah. If you build it, it's, it's written, that guy right there. Yeah, it's that guy. He he. What's his name? Um. Dwyer Brown.
0: Yes, I have met Dwyer Brown, and uh, I have played catch with Dwyer Brown. Really? He was at McCoy probably 2016. You you,
1: you are just the most interesting human being in the world.
0: <laughs> Why? Because I played catch with Dwyer Brown? You
1: have the most random s- yes. stories of stuff that you don't even care about.
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, 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 I don't. I don't care about most of this stuff. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Why? I just, I don't know. I just. And the the best part is,
1: it's all been through the minor leagues.
0: Minor league baseball has provided me a lot of opportunities that I don't care about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But I've at least had a good time. I've laughed. I've enjoyed most of it.
1: That's good. That's good. That's always a good sign for that you enjoy your job and you're laughing. That's that's positive.
0: Wait till you see the video that I created today uh, at McCoy Stadium with my daughter. Uh, it is not out yet, uh, but we are selling these things called mystery boxes uh, with uh, paw socks. It's going to be like a whole bunch of stuff that we need to get rid of. Yep. And we're going to put it in a mystery box, and you can buy it for like 19.99. I dressed in an American flag suit today wearing a cowboy hat and sunglasses. Oh, glasses. my God. And, uh, and I tried to peddle these mystery boxes. Uh, I'm hoping that he can turn this video around quickly so that everyone can see uh, can see this.
1: Did you sell any?
0: Well, we just shot the video today. So um, we, are in, we are in production.
1: Post-production.
0: Post-production. 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 So uh, my daughter was there. It's her first around? first time on camera. Probably not. I'm sure she. I've. I've. Uh, I've done other stuff with her. Oh, one of the things that I used. To, I, I do with this, and this is bad, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> it, it, is if my daughter's at a game, and a fan has a complaint, a lot of times they'll call me to go fix said complaint. Oh
1: my God! I uh, go ahead. S- so, I know so what, you're gonna what happens
0: do. a lot of times is when you go up to face a face of customer complaint, they're very yelly. Oh, right? yes. They're up they're very upset about something. And a lot of times it's you know, they should be. But to make sure that they don't yell, you bring I bring my, my daughter up and hold her and the person who is very fired up uh, realizes
1: comes, way down comes right down. What a pro move.
0: It calms right down. Promo do you say, What can I help you with? My, my 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 hot dog was cold. All right, you want another one? What a promo. I I mean I, I, we could do a store we could do a
1: podcast on just the complaints of fans at minor league events. When I was hockey, you guys have an endless amount with baseball. Right. People find the craziest stuff to talk about or complain about.
0: Yes. Yes. Yes, that's true. That and is, one of the uh, things they true. don't
1: teach you in college is you have to be an extremely good pacifier to situations that seem extremely irrational for grown human beings to be yelling the about. The person
0: on the most popular giveaway day who is the first one not to get it, Oh, you might not well. a happy person. Nope. Not a happy person. Nope, nope,
1: nope, nope, nope. Especially with the
0: bobblehead. Oh, the bobblehead, uh, we do good jerseys. Yeah, those those folks uh, struggled. Uh, what do we talk about for 50 minutes? I don't remember. I got a
1: list. That's fine. <laughs> I wrote it down because I wouldn't right. remember if I didn't.
0: No, I'm, I'm, glad. I'm glad. I wrote it down
1: so when I write the description, that's how we remember. Otherwise, I'd be like, what the hell did we just talk what about?
0: What just happened? Um, also, uh, on the very fine, I want to uh, pub uh, my sister, Katie Crane. Uh, she decided to double major this year, and she wrote a blog about it. So we put it on our uh, frontofficefeatures.com.
1: She's a show-off. Double She's major. show-off.
0: I was a double major.
1: Show-off. Try I hard. I am a
0: show-off. I did. And, um, Mardi I Gras don't. is not a major. <laughs> <laughs> is that the, the Mardi Gras? The Mardi Gras in Springfield?
1: Springfield. If everyone knows, and, and if you're not from Springfield, you don't know what we're talking about, but the Mardi just, Gras is not a major.
0: Just say, um, I tend to disagree.
1: So I, I also, speaking of kids, before we wrap this up, my, my son has a little bit more energy lately because he hasn't done his swim classes, no gym classes, right? There've been He's been stuck in and yep. he, he understands no, the germs. He's been pretty good. He tells me the birds are chirping, telling the germs to go away. So that's cute. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. He's like, go away, germs, go away. <laughs> I've started to get him to go running. I've gone running with him twice. They're going to run around the block just to get the oh, energy really? out. Yeah. That's funny. I'm like, you need to get some energy out of this this little body of yours because he's just, just too cooped up. And uh, this tonight after dinner, he's like, "I want to go for a run." I'm like, "All right." So now right. I've got my uh, little companion for a little uh, jog around the blocks, running right, Matty at the was, Matty was running speed.
0: sprints in McCoy Outfield today.
1: Good, good. We might need her to play because we're gonna need bodies. We're <laughs> gonna need them. We don't have a starting pitcher on the Red Sox. Everyone's <laughs> hurts. Yeah,
0: we'll, uh, we'll we'll let other podcasts talk about the yeah. Uh, the the the, ro- the, the
1: starting rotation of the Red Sox <laughs> the,
0: the starting rotation just the the, automatic guys
1: can talk about that
0: right hey if you're uh, uh do if you've got finals coming up man um you know best of luck I know there's a lot of people kind of going through finals and uh, that whole thing so
1: I've got one more request if you've made it this far you're definitely a true listener and we appreciate you we need more people to rate us on iTunes
0: that's a big deal.
1: We need more people to go on and click five stars, or if you click four stars, don't do that. But go on and click the five stars and leave a review because it only helps us get found in people's searches. So if you've made it this far, you listened for 50 minutes about absolute nonsense. (laughs) You've evaluated this opinion and you've evaluated this podcast. Go on to iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen and click the review button. Do it. And follow us on social media because Michael Scott is killing it and we actually have good content now.
0: He's doing great. Uh, on that note, I'll uh, I'll talk to you later. But
1: later.